Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like building grid-scale solar energy in Ohio and producing gas with fewer operational emissions in Texas. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Ophthalmologist Dr. Strauss has seen firsthand how the metaverse is helping surgeons practice the procedures to treat cataracts. Cataracts are the primary cause of avoidable blindness. He works with a virtual reality training platform developed by Fundamental VR and Orbis International to help surgeons develop the muscle memory they need. The result? More confident, capable surgeons. And even more importantly... Patients who can see. Explore more stories like Dr. Strauss's at meta.com slash metaverseimpact. Straight up with Stassi. Hi, everyone. I'm Stassi Schroeder. She's the star of Bravo's Vanderpump Rules. I'm here to talk about pop culture, reality TV, celeb gossip, relationships. Stassi's new podcast is a hilarious look at the world and everyone in it. I want to give my opinion on everything. And she's never one to hold back on any topic. Because that's what I do best. Judge. <laughs> this is Straight Up with Stassi. Hello, Khaleesi's. Welcome to another epi of Straight Up with Stassi. I am sitting here today um, in my shoe room, well, slash guest room, slash office, slash podcasting area, slash, I don't know, storage unit, slash the only room that actually feels cool because I have a window AC unit. Awesome. Um, trying to be motivated about speaking. You know, uh, if you're somebody that's listened to my podcast for a while, you know I've gone through through times where I feel overwhelmed or unmotivated or busy or or like, you know, sometimes like I wake up and I think I don't have anything to say. Like I don't feel worthy of putting something out there into the zeitgeist into the universe I don't I don't feel good enough or 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 interesting enough and I've been going through that for the last couple of months where I get really down and I feel hopeless when it comes to trying to entertain but also be true to myself and be honest and real and open like it it, it's hard and especially during the summers because well that's when Vanderpump Rules is filming so I can't exactly talk about everything and I don't really have that much free time and it makes it a little difficult and I want to apologize uh for missing last week's podcast that's why I'm doing two episodes this week because I feel like shit. I, I want to say something. And this chick might hear this. She might not. I was sitting. I was taking my dogs out a couple days ago. Or yesterday. Whatever. It doesn't matter. And I had no makeup on. My hair was in a bun. My extensions showing like I was Britney Spears circa 2004 with Kevin Federline eating like Cheetos and shit. And... 
I was about to go spray tan. So I didn't even have moisturizer on. You know, like when you don't have moisturizer on, you just feel your face like cracking. You just feel like the it's so uncomfortable. So I'm sitting there and all of a sudden I see this girl walk by on the sidewalk and she's walking a bunch of dogs. So this is either her job or a hobby or something. She has a bunch of dogs, not just like a few, like these can't all possibly be her dogs. And she has headphones in and all of a sudden I like glance up and then I look back down and like I'm, I'm looking on my phone or whatever. And she takes out her headphones. And she's like, oh, my God. And looks at me and she's like, I'm listening to your podcast right now. And it was such a cool moment. I've like I've met people while they're like that. I've met a lot of you guys from, you know, a lot of Khaleesi's and it's happened a couple of times where someone's like, holy shit, I'm listening to your podcast right now. And that those moments, they, it, I, I never forget them. I never forget them because it really just makes me feel so lucky to have, I don't have a community of people that are like-minded, I guess. And, you know, I've gone through this before. I feel like, Having this pod, like having this podcast, I've done it now for two and a half years. You're my friends and family in a sense because I, I share all my ups and downs, and it's it's I feel vulnerable and I feel exposed, and sometimes I get freaked out about things that I say. And I've learned, like in the beginning, I used to ask to have things edited out like the first couple of months. And then I finally realized, no, you know, if I'm going to do this, like this is, I need to be who I am. And if I make a mistake or if I say something that I actually regret, I need to keep it out there. And then I'll correct myself with the next episode. And since then I've just been really honest and open and I get freaked out about that sometimes, but I've been, it. It, it really, it, I, I don't, I wish I could explain like what it feels like to, to meet podcast listeners. It's the coolest feeling in the entire world. Let's talk about our vaginas. <laughs> Bear with me right now. I want you to think about something. We way overthink about the food that we eat, what type of alcohol we drink. Like my friends will only drink Tito's vodka because I guess it's like healthier than other vodkas. Who the fuck knows? I'm not really a fan of vodka soda. We care about what we put on our skin, like what our makeup is, our beauty products. Why haven't we thought about this in terms of our feminine care products. Yeah, tampons, pads, liners, all of that. We're just blindly going into drugstores and buying whatever is in front of our faces. And we're not really thinking about what we're putting up our vages. You know what I'm saying? So let me introduce you to Lola. And I've been a big fan of Lola for a while now. Lola is a female-founded company because, I mean, what dude is going to come up with an organic tampon company, right? And they have a line of organic cotton tampons, pads, and liners. 
Everything is 100% natural and you're just going to feel easy and good about sticking something up your vagina because you know that there isn't going to be any chemicals or anything weird going up there. There's no mystery fibers, no more doubts about, about what's going in your body. There's no chemicals, fragrances, synthetics. There are no dyes. I mean, you can feel a-okay about sticking something up there. I mean, God, it actually kind of blows my mind that like we're all like, I only eat organic, gluten-free, and I can't put, you know, I can't put this cream on my face because it wasn't made from just real avocado i don't know you know people like make avocado masks or some shit that's what i'm that was where i was going with that but so aside okay the the whole like health side aspect take that out of it what's really great about lola is that it's like a subscription-based tampon or pad or liner situation so you go to their website and that's mylola.com m-y-l-o-l-a Dot com, and you can choose exactly what you want. So say you want a box of tampons. You can choose if you want six supers, three lights, and however many regulars. Or, I mean, I, ha- I, I happen to have light periods. I'm lucky. Hashtag blessed. So I would probably order a box of, well, actually, this is what I do. I just have lights. That's it. I actually just feel weird about putting like supers up there. Just like make, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I'm a wimp. So that's what I order. And you can also choose the frequency. So if you want them to come twice a month because you bleed a lot, then you can have that too. So you can pick and choose exactly what you want to cater to your feminine needs. You don't have to just go blindly buy whatever's being offered to you. And the box is really cute and chic. It's like a, a violety light blue color. It's, uh, you honestly could like have the box out in your bathroom and not be embarrassed about it. There's no like neon shit that like is tacky. It's a great brand. It's a chic, organic, real brand. And right now they're giving my listeners 60% off your first order. 60%. That's a lot. 50% is a lot. Okay. So 60, I mean, you can't deny it. So you have to go to mylola.com and enter my promo code Stassi, S-T-A-S-S-I, when you subscribe. So go there. I swear, if you're into like doing the best things for your body, then this is just the perfect situation for you. And plus you or your boyfriend or your roommate or whomever, your husband doesn't ever have to go out and buy you tampons because you've ran out because they're already coming straight to your door. Welcome to Play It, a new podcast network featuring radio and TV personalities talking business, sports, tech, entertainment, and more. Play it at play.it. All right. I, okay, if you listen to my bias, you know that I like, I won't say fancy things. I mean, of course, everyone likes fancy things. But I like my everyday items to be special. Like I'm in my extra room. I like to call it my shoe room, but it's technically also my office and guest room. And I'm looking at my scissors and they're they're gold. They're cute. And it makes me feel good when I use them. So I was on a trip recently and one of my friends was like, of course, you have a rose gold toothbrush. And I'm like, don't you know? Yeah, I have a chic ass toothbrush. Let me explain. So Quip is this company that started 
I guess putting together they, they look like honestly like if an iPhone turned into a toothbrush that's what it looked like like I have a matching rose gold iPhone with my rose gold toothbrush it's like a sleek electric toothbrush super feminine super chic oh god I hate myself why wow, I love this shit so much so when you go to quip you get this sent to your door you order the toothbrush that you want it's electric they send you a big toothpaste with it a small one for traveling and you can get it to come to your door whenever you want before this i was like one of those disgusting people that had a toothbrush that was like flat like the bristles were flat and my boyfriend thought i was disgusting and i'm like what i'm a hard like brusher and he's like sassy that's it's actually like worse for you to just like brush your teeth really hard. He's like, you need to get an electric toothbrush and let it do the work. Like that's actually better for your health. I didn't understand this until I got my Quip rose gold toothbrush. And then I sat there and I would just let it go. Especially like when it's the end of the night and like, I've already like done an edible. I found myself sitting there replacing, pressing like, play because like it has like a certain timer on it and I like pressed restart like five times and all of a sudden like I shake myself and I'm like what the fuck what have I been doing I've just been brushing my teeth for 15 minutes this is insane but it feels so good and I love the way that my teeth feel so I love that it comes to your door I love that you can get on a plan so that it comes to your door uh every you know if you want it every three months or, or whatever every month I whatever you choose or whatever you want that makes it so simple because most people forget to just go to the store and get a t- new toothbrush. I mean, I know that's how I used to be. And right now, if you go to quip.com slash Stasi, and that's Q-U-I-P dot com slash Stasi, S-T-A-S-S-I, you can get your first refill pack for free with a Quip electric toothbrush. Go get a cute rose gold one. Impress your friends. Honestly, I kind of think like if you're a single girl and a dude comes into your house and like sees that you have a cute, sleek rose gold toothbrush that looks like I'm sorry, it looks like it's made from Apple. Um, it's like, damn, this chick has her shit together. She's just not buying those like five dollar toothbrushes. She knows her stuff and she has style. So quip.com. Oh, Get, sorry, getquip.com slash Stassi. So that's G-E-T-Q-U-I-P dot com slash Stassi. Again, don't forget you guys, getquip.com slash Stassi. So like I said, I want to be open and honest. And because I've been struggling with uh, a lot of my thoughts and feelings and all of that stuff, I think that I should just be honest now. I have had a few uh, weird moments. Like to say they're existential moments makes me feel like I'm being dramatic or like, um, I don't know, bragging about becoming wiser or something. I, I, I just don't want to call it an existential moment. I'm just, listen, I'll explain. The other day, so I I got an Alexa, an Amazon Alexa, okay? And 
okay, serious stuff aside, Alexa's actually a lot of fun. Every day I wake up and I say, Alexa, good morning. And she tells me something about that day. And then I kind of have a conversation with her a little bit and then ask her to play. Normally, it's either Bob Marley or Sean Paul or Enrique Iglesias. I'm like, I love like reggae music. It just puts me in the best mood ever. But I've become way into Alexa. Side note, I feel bad for people whose name is Alexa because what happens when they're at home and someone's like, Alexa, dinner's ready. Then all of a sudden your Alexa starts talking. I mean, that's weird, right? But so the other day I did the same thing. I woke up, Alexa, good morning. And she said, good morning. Today is the birthday of Malala Yousafzai. Yousafzai. I always struggle to say her last name. And she went on and talked about her for a little bit. She won. She's the youngest person to have ever won the Nobel Peace Prize. And I just started. I got in my head. Like I really got in my head. I was listening to Alexa. Tell me about Malala. And then I just started. I like felt inspired to just like Google her some more. So I was like watching more, you know, uh, video like YouTube videos on her and all of that. And in case you don't know who she is, okay, so I, I, I just said she's the youngest person to have won the Nobel Peace Prize. And it, it was because of the fact that, well, she's a Pakistani girl. Well, she's a woman now, but she was an advocate of children's rights and education for girls, mainly in Pakistan, but obviously everywhere. And in addition to that, uh, she started off as kind of like um, an internet sensation from what she was doing. And terrorists actually shot her, came after her and shot her in the head when she was 15 years old, I believe. So not only did she survive that and recover from that, but then she went on to do even more and to, to continue that fight that she had to to help other people. And then I read about her parents, that her parents, you know, her dad, they, they always from a young age encouraged her education and her love for education. And her dad even opened up a private school for kids in Pakistan. And I just felt like I'm a piece of shit. I am, I'm, I'm listening to Alexa tell me about a Malala and I'm I got you know when you get into a, a a hole of googling something and like all of a sudden two hours go by and you realize like holy crap it was like Alice in Wonderland I didn't even realize where I was I've just been researching this stuff like I, I knew who Malala was and I, I knew that she was the youngest person to win the Nobel Prize but I, I really didn't I've never digested it I guess I just knew the fact, like those two facts, and I, I, I never really thought about it. And I, I sat there being like, I wake up every morning and I get a Diet Dr. Pepper or an iced tea, or if I really need to wake up, 
maybe I'll make myself an iced coffee. And then I go on Daily Mail. I go on Revolve to look at the new arrivals of clothing. Then I'll go to Tradesy to see if like there are any like designer used designer things on sale. I'll check Twitter to see who's writing me, who's going to make me feel good about myself today. And I'll go on Instagram, maybe see if I'm tagged in something. Everything to just make me feel good about myself. Everything is superficial. Clothes, shoes, handbags, Twitter, Instagram could not be more basic and superficial. And there's a woman, now woman, who spent her adolescence, honestly, I mean, as a preteen, she was doing this, waking up, wanting to better the world. Wanting to help people, wanting to educate people, wanting to make a difference. And I was just like, holy fuck. What the fuck am I doing? How am I contributing? I film a reality show where I just fight with people. I have a podcast where I hope I make a difference because this is the only outlet that I have that, you know, even on Vanderpump Rules, I, I, I appreciate that it's an escape for people. So it helps in some way because, you know, I, I when I watch certain shows, it's my escape and that helps me. So I hope that that, you know, Vanderpump Rules can contribute in that way. And I hope that through my podcast, I can help in some way because once I fell into the Malala hole, I really had to start thinking about things. I mean, could you imagine? Could you imagine having such a noble cause, such a moral, important, amazing cause, being a, a teenager who is fighting for Pakistan children in Pakistan to and especially girls to be able to have the right to education education that's it that's all she's asking for that's all she's trying like the basics I mean that is that's education should be like food and shelter it's like you know those are like our basic I feel like education should be a part of our basic human rights and then to be shot in the head by terrorists I, 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 I can't like, it's, it's just blowing my mind because I'm 29 years old now and I get pissed. Like if I, you know, I'm drunk and one of my friends says something the wrong way, like, you know, or my boyfriend says something the wrong way. Like it, let's all have perspective, you know? And besides that, because I have felt a little lost with um, what I'm doing. And I know this this happens every summer. I feel like this happens to me. I really feel like summers get me to a place where I like I look and I'm like, what? And I don't know if it's the fact that it's like my birthday is in the summer. So then you like think about 
how it's a new year for you. I, I don't really know. But summers to me, I always have these moments or these phases where I, 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 re, I look at my life again and I wonder like how I'm contributing and how I could be better. And I fall into like a, a this like dark little tunnel of not knowing how to, well, do my podcast and express myself or, or be better or be efficient and, and communicate all of these things. I get a little lost. That's it. So I started therapy for the first time in probably eight or nine years, you know, growing up because my parents divorced when I was four years old and I remember them putting me in therapy as a kindergartner and I have such vivid memories of it. And if you are someone who, who had to go to therapy as a kid, you might have the same, have had the same experience. I remember being there in New Orleans in this therapist's office and she asked me to play Candyland with her and then ask and asked me to draw a photo of myself. And even as a kid, I remember thinking she's asking me to draw like, I'm going to draw my a photo of myself ha- happy because I know that that's why she's asking that. And, I, and I, I was happy, so I don't even know why, how I knew what was going on. I just think that kids are way more aware of things than we think. And in Candyland, well, granted, I mean, I always like to pick like the princess or the queen or something like that, something fun. You know what? If I really wanted to fuck with the therapist as a four-year-old, I should have like chosen that like gooey, chocolate, dark, gross, weird character, like one of the evil ones. That would have been hysterical. But so I've been in therapy off and on for, I don't know, my adolescent life. And in high school, I did and all of that. And just recently, as I've turned 29, I'm like, I feel like I need this again. Like I, I spiral too easily. I get overwhelmed too easily and I need to talk to someone and I want to better myself and I want to contribute in some way to this world, not take from it, not just take, I want to contribute. I mean, even the smallest thing, like I've, I've discussed a million times how I suck at the phone. I suck at responding to text messages, to emails, phone calls. I don't even know what a voicemail is. Like I don't check those. I don't check my voicemails. I'm really bad at that. And I I thought about it and I I got to the conclusion where I felt that is that just me only caring about myself? Like, what is it? What is it that makes me not makes me detest uh, and loathe communicating via phone, I mean, or you know, devices? You know, I love to I love to communicate with people, but you that's what I'm saying. And I just felt like I must be that selfish and into myself that I don't think about maybe I don't think about people's feelings enough in the way that I thought I did. Because even though if somebody were to ignore my text, email or call, that does not bother me at all. I'm it makes no difference to me. But that's because I know how I am, but I have not thought about how other people feel 
like maybe the people that I don't respond to, like when I get a message, I'll get a message. I'll look at it. I'll smile and be like, oh, that was nice. Or, okay, I got the note. And then I put my phone down and I forget that they're on the receiving end of that. And he or she might be sitting there wondering, is Sassy mad at me? Does she not like me? And that makes me feel selfish. So I recently put my red receipts on. I don't know if you remember this, but about, I don't know, 10 months ago when I was single and dating, I think this is when I talked about this. I was dating, um, what was his, what was his nickname? Um, oh, AP, American Psycho, him. Um, he had his red receipts on. I was like, yo, someone who has a red receipts on is probably a murderer, probably a serial killer. Like who does that shit? Who does that shit? Now I'm one of them. I'm not a murderer yet, but I'm my whole point of putting my red receipts on was to help me learn to be accountable for my text messages. Because if I open a text message, I want to be able to respond to it. So this way, if I don't have time to respond to something, I just won't open it. I don't care how tempted I am. If I don't have time, I'm not going to open it. And I feel like I've done a really good job of at that. I guess the, well, the best job that I could do. But so I'm all about making changes right now. I think that's what this next year is going to be about. I had my summer of yes last year. I had my half a year of yes. Then that turned into half a year of no. <laughs> where I say no to things. I went and saw a tarot card person who said I need to learn to say no more often. And I, I will try and practice that, but I don't want this year to be about that. But as I'm, I just turned 29 and I want this to be a year of bettering oneself. And I think we all owe it to ourselves to do that. And just, you know, I'm not trying to give, I, I don't want to preach and I don't want to lecture because I don't know shit about anything. I don't know anything. Uh, but I do know that, or at least this is how I feel, that I'm not going to beat myself up because I love shopping, because I love shoes and I love fashion. And I love decorating my apartment and I like reading about celebrity gossip that doesn't make me a bad person and doesn't make you a bad person if you enjoy those things just because we're not as badass as Malala it doesn't mean we're worthless pieces of shit just because I spend my free time looking up Chanel espadrilles and new colors for Chloe bags it doesn't mean I'm evil or like I'm worthless and I feel like a lot of people struggle with finding their purpose and when I was sitting there with my dogs the other day and I saw that dog walker walk up 
and say, I'm listening to your podcast. It made me feel like I was doing something a little bit. I was making her feel less alone. Like she had someone to sit and relate to. And I'm going to hold on to that for a little while. While... I go to therapy and try and be the best version of myself. So with this, I am going to try and ask you to be the best version of yourself. Is there something in your life that you know you're doing wrong? Is there something that you're you're insecure about? One, a position in your life, whether it's being a good girlfriend, the way you're tr- or boyfriend or husband or wife, the way you're treating your partner. Do you feel a little bit of guilt about how you you treat your partner? Or do you feel guilt about how you handle your children? Do you think maybe you can be more patient? Or maybe you could be uh, in a better mood for them? Or do you feel like you're not doing enough? Or, or are you not doing enough at work? Or are you not actually contributing at work in the right way? Or, I mean, I know that we all feel this way about certain things. I even feel this way about my family. I have guilt all the time about the way that I treat my mom. I have the best mom in the world. I ha- She's such a great mom that she annoys the crap out of me because she's such a good mom and is just always there and always texting me, always trying to call me, always commenting on my Instagram photos. I mean, she is always there. This woman is never not in contact. And recently, um, the episode of Hollywood Medium with Tyler Henry that I did with Kristen Doty came out and it took me a little bit of time to watch it because it was such an emotional experience. And I've, I've had a lot of you tweet me and email me asking me to talk about it so I'm going to but then this is all the whole like Hollywood medium thing and everything it it is all in the same realm the same theme of this podcast and and how I'm feeling and how I, I feel like we should better ourselves so like I said I don't feel like I'm a great daughter to my mom ever I am impatient. I am short with her. I'm I'm like, it's like I act like a teenager. And I've thought about that too. Like, why am I like this with my mom? And I'm not like this with other relatives. Like the relatives that aren't on my shit and aren't wanting to be with me all the time. It's like I beg for their attention and I treat them like kings and queens. But my mom, who would do who who's always there too much i it's almost like i you know wave my hand at her and i'm like be off woman and i sit and i think about it and i'm like what does this mean like why am i like this because i don't like watching my mom get her feelings hurt i don't i don't want that i don't want to ever hurt my mom she's one of the best people that i know is it that we're too alike? Because I normally blame it on this. My mom and I are so similar. Well, I mean, firstly, I, we're born three days apart. I'm June 24th and she's June 27th. So we have two 
overly sensitive cancers. Cancer women. And what do they say about cancers? I mean, I said cancers are overly sensitive. I think cancers are the most sensitive zodiac sign. Oh, God. This is a basic conversation that I'm using astrology in this. What else? Like I said, basic 2.0. The most sensitive sign in the zodiac or the most motherly sign, which sometimes I don't get. I know my mom is like that. And I hope that I'm like that. But we have a hard outer shell. So you don't think that we're sensitive. We love our homes. We love to be in our homes. And we're moody as fuck. So like every, and so just take the fact that we're two cancers out of it. She's my mom. So I have a lot of her genes and traits. Not only things that I was born with, but also the way she raised me. Because I was always close to my mom. So I'm so much like my mom that she annoys the shit out of me. Because it's like being with myself. And who wants to actually hang out with themselves? It's like weird. It's like I notice like all the things that annoy me about myself and her because we're so similar. And so I have felt so guilty about how I treat her that that has also inspired me to make changes. And I want this podcast episode to be about how you can make a change. One little change, one little thing that you felt guilty about. I don't care how big it is, how small it is, whatever. Just one thing, pick one thing that you could make maybe change, maybe improve on. I don't know what it would take. I don't know if you have to Google it. Maybe watch some how-to YouTube videos. Maybe go get whatever it is the problem is, books for dummies. Go talk to a therapist. Go talk to a friend. Go talk to a parent. Um, I just want to inspire you to do something a little differently this week. Welcome to Play It, a new podcast network featuring radio and TV personalities talking business, sports, tech, entertainment, and more. Play it at play.it. Don't you miss like the time when you were a kid and when summer came along, it was like, oh my God, yes, I don't have to do homework. I have zero responsibilities. I can just go have fun with all my friends. It's stress-free. And if you were, you know, even in college, if you didn't go to summer school, I always went to summer school because I wanted to, like, get out of school early. Like, I wanted to graduate early. But all my friends, they just got to do whatever the fuck they wanted during break from university. You felt like life was just, like, easy and all of that Well, now we're adults. We are freaking adults. And life isn't like that anymore. And it sucks ass. Major ass. You have to still work. You got to pay your bills. You got to take care of your dogs or your children or your husband or your boyfriend or your girlfriend or whatever. You got to cook dinner. You still have to go to the grocery. So Sun Basket is still here to help us. Like I said, on many, many podcasts, I am not a good cook. I attempt 
to be. I went through a huge phase where I would only watch Food Network and I would try and create like my own things and like honestly it was like I mixed balsamic vinegar with ketchup with chocolate and put it on chicken. I was like, oh, I'm a chef. This tastes like throw up. It's just I'm not good at it. I can bake. I can follow directions. And that is what makes Sun Basket so easy for me to use because it's all about just following easy directions. So if you're like me where you're lazy so you don't want to go grocery shopping or come up with um, a meal to make and follow directions because that would be like a whole two-day thing for me, then Sun Basket is your – it's a gift from God. Okay, let me explain. So Sunbasket is a website where you go and they send you, you pick different meals and the meals always change every week. And these are incredible meals. And they will send you directly to your door on the day that you want it. The ingredients, very fresh, all pre-portioned and packaged. So you're not wasting anything. And it's fresh. It's an insulated box. So it's in like a mini refrigerator. And everything takes just 30 minutes or less to make. They also have um, gluten-free options. They have paleo options, the lean and clean options, vegetarians. They have so many things for you to choose from. So say you're having a dinner party. Say your girlfriend or boyfriend or husband or whatever, like the in-laws are coming in to have dinner. And there are six of you. And you're like, Holy shit, I need to impress. I need to act like I have my shit together, like I'm a good mom or I'm a good wife or I'm a good girlfriend, I'm a good boyfriend, whatevs. What do I do? Well, you go on sunbasket.com. You figure out exactly what meal you want. You click how many people you have to cook for and the exact day that you need it and it will arrive there and it'll take you less than 30 minutes to make. You can't beat that. And right now, when you go to sunbasket.com slash straight up, and that's S-U-N-B-A-S-K-E-T dot com slash straight up, you'll get 50% off your first order. 50% is a lot. So go to sunbasket.com slash straight up, get 50% off and impress some bitches. You know what I mean? Let's impress some people. Trick them into thinking that you're a good cook. I've been thinking about besides what everything that I just said again this all this is almost I feel like I'm doing a therapy therapy session with you so what I'm about to um also bring up has a lot to do with everything because it's all about being introspective it's all about doing the hard work because it is so easy to just go through life being a little self-destructive, just having fun and not actually having to do the work. And by the work, I mean, and being self-destructive, I mean, you know, I remember times when I just, you know, I'll spend a month being reckless, reckless, you know, I'll wake up and have a beer and like just start drinking and then then I'll just go shopping and fuck my responsibilities and screw everything I'm gonna put off all of these things and just have fun that to me is uh, what I mean by reckless it's very hard to work on yourself it takes a lot of effort it takes a fuck ton of energy it takes time and it takes a lot of 
emotional willpower because you have to look at the ugly parts of yourself. You have to sit there and think about the things you don't like about yourself. And that is what I'm about to break. So the other day, and I think this was actually yesterday. So maybe it was the same day as the Malala day. I was on Daily Mail <laughs> and they had um, an, a story on Ava Gardner and Frank Sinatra. And it was a bit of a little bit of. So there's a new biography on Ava Gardner that came out, which I just ordered or pre-ordered, I think. And they had a bunch of different excerpts or some, you know, different things about it in this article. And I read what daily, the daily mail article. And at the end of it, it, she had, there were quotes from her about saying that she wish she wished that she had done her life differently, that she didn't focus so much on her career and Hollywood and all of that because she constantly cheated on every husband that she had. She was never faithful. She didn't give a shit. And she said she wished that she had had actually cared to work on a relationship and a marriage and have a family and do she wished she done she had done the things that mattered. So and so okay, when I say the word mattered that's all relative. Everyone has a different opinion on what matters in life. So that's something that, that what matters, that's not factual. Because somebody is, who thinks um, their career matters and, the, and then another person thinks that having children matters, that neither of them are wrong and neither of them are right. But Ava Gardner, uh, close to her death, said that she wished that she had done things differently. And that also woke me up too and just made me feel like it really is time. I have all of these things, Malala, this Ava Gardner thing, the way I'm treating my mom, the way I've treated Patrick, like just I need to be better. The way I've treated my friends, the way I don't respond to people, I'm hard to get in touch with. I don't want to be that and I want to be better. And when I went to my first therapy session, not, I mean, uh, my new therapist, because I just got a new therapist. I haven't gone in like eight years. I, it, you have to dig deep. And you really got to look at yourself. And I don't, I'm not asking anyone to completely change themselves. I'm not going to change myself. There are parts of me that will always be who I am. And there are parts of you that will always be who you are. And that's what makes everybody special. I mean, I love clothes. <laughs> and I love shoes. And I love purses. And I love style. And I love decorating things. That doesn't make me an asshole. If you're somebody that loves sports or watching football and baseball or all that and you think all of a sudden as you're listening to this, oh my gosh, am I just like, you know, surface level? No, not at all. That is just something that you enjoy. And we're on this earth to enjoy life. We're here to enjoy ourselves. Otherwise, what the fuck is the point? That's fine. But we also should ask ourselves just like how 
we can improve on the things that we feel guilty about. And I feel guilty about how I've treated some people. And I feel guilty about the way that I handle situations sometimes and how dramatic and angry I can get. And I just hope that Malala and Ava Gardner and I guess Alexa from Amazon, wish I would have gotten that for free. I wish, I hope that they have inspired you. I'm sorry that I missed a podcast episode last week. And I hope that this hasn't been too boring for you guys. But I am doing my best. And I want you to know that I feel a responsibility to you. <laughs> so every time I've met any of you, I it 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 makes my day. It makes me so happy because I'm somebody who really loves to feel like a part of something. I love, I'm loyal. And that was one of the things in therapy I was asked, do you like yourself? And I said, that, I was like, yeah, I actually, I, I do like myself. I wake up and I, I do. I like myself. I've never felt like I, sucked I mean yes of course there are times where you feel like you suck but I've never disliked myself and then she said well what do you like about yourself I'm like I'm loyal and I'm really sensitive so I'm empathetic to people and I have convictions so like I stand up for what I think even if I what I think is wrong so at least I'm consistent and that is how I feel when I do my podcast because I feel like I, I like to be a part of something. I'm loyal to something and I we have a community. Everybody who listens to a certain podcast, obviously we all share certain either beliefs or senses of humor or thoughts or feelings or, you know, certain uh, tastes, you know, and that is also that like having a community of people that are like-minded in a way it is that's a loyalty thing because it's it's your people and we're all each other's people and that makes me proud to have you so i apologize that i didn't have a podcast episode last week and i apologize if this was a little too serious and not as entertaining or funny or lighthearted or weird or goofy but straight up with Stasi is about being real and I don't want to pretend like I'm in a goofy mood when I'm not I appreciate you and I hope your day fucking rocks today and I hope that you've thought of something that you maybe feel guilty about that you're going to make an effort to change all right. I love you. And I'll talk to you next week. <laughs>